Hey guys, welcome to Cut the Karma. I'm Jess. And I'm Julie. And we are two entrepreneurial sisters and mothers who are into spirituality. We're trying to do better and be better in our everyday lives, and we're sharing our journeys to inspire you to do the same. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, so you're going to be hearing our voices for two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're putting out two back-to-back podcasts with just Julie and I. We are, have a little break for like a week or two with our interviews, um, but we have some really great interviews coming up. I'm really excited. I'm stoked for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. about about the women that we're interviewing soon. So today's going to be another podcast with us talking about some things on our mind. Yeah, what's on your mind? What is on my mind is the holidays. And I know people are probably cringing right now because people get all weird about talking about the holidays Why? too Not early. Me. Oh, wait, the holidays are here. It's Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and yeah, New Year's. Yeah, that's true. It's right. like we're in it. it. We are in it. We you, like yeah. The train has left the station. Yes. So <laughs> what See, are we doing I'm about it? I'm a procrastinator it? with the holidays. Julie no. thinks about the holidays like six months before they come, which no. is fine. Well, you know, something funny about you is what? we're out and you're like, oh, let's get this person Christmas presents while we're out. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm all in my element. I'm all super excited. We're doing it. Da, da, da. And then two weeks go by and I'm like, Jess, do you want me to pick you up for blah, blah, blah to go shop for the holidays? You're like, it's too early to shop for the holidays. And I'm like, we just shopped for the holidays. Because I'm an in-the-moment type of person. person. If I, I see something that someone would like, I'm like, yes, let's get that now. I don't care if it's July. Let's get it now, and we can save it for Christmas. Because okay. I'm a huge proponent in spreading out the money spending for holidays throughout the year. Well, that's why I start early. I know. But you're like, if I see it, yeah. then I'll get it, rather than I'm not like, thinking hey, about it. Let's let's go together to go and you do that at the very end, the- and that stresses me out. And you're like, Julie, do you think they'll like peanuts? Julie, what about this? And I'm just like, no, wait, wait hold on. Is, I can't do it. This is, I'm getting all worked up. I'm getting hot now. So this is a fun fact about Julie. Julie will every single year make a Christmas list for herself in September. And text it to the whole family no like this is what that's not right mike makes me do it oh mike makes you do it yes it's the truth because mike and i start talking to each other and we're like what do you want what do you want because we our love language one of them are gifts for each other so mike's like you gotta start sending me your list and when that happens he then starts sharing it or makes me share it and vice versa because we have his parents you know, thinking of, it's just, it's, that's what's happening in our home. So on the outsider, you're thinking like, oh, Julie's making up this list and sending it our way. I can't think about this right now. I have no idea. I mean, I will say that a list is very helpful because, you know, when you're trying to figure out what to get someone, you want to get them something they want. You don't just want to give them crap that they're going to re-gift or whatever. And save on to those, save those lists because the next year, you may totally forget what you get everybody. That's true, too. And then you might get this and them. I've definitely gotten the same gift from the <laughs> same person two years in a row. Oh, wow. Yes. It was a re-gift, probably. I don't know, but it was the same. I mean, two times in a row? I don't know. It was like the same thing. Which, by the way, I, I feel like re-gifting gets a bad name. 
But I don't mind regifting. It just has to be a good gift. Well, it's crap. It's a good gift. Why didn't you keep it? No, but you know, there's because I might have another one. Oh, you know what I mean? If I get the same candle. Oh, I see. But it's like a nice candle, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to need the second one. I'll regift it. I think that is perfectly fine to do. You just got to make sure that there's no residual wrapping or like tags on it from the last person. Oh my god! Or else you're getting caught. <laughs> oh my goodness. But a dream that I've always had, and I might actually make this into a reality one day, but nobody will ever know that it's re-gifting stuff. I've always wanted a closet in my house full of gifts. I know people who has that. I love that. I know Go people who have that. Go shopping in your that. closet yeah. and get get you know then you can send gifts out to people yeah i mean hey like it comes in handy if you're like low on money yeah this one woman i i won't expose but she um gets candles constantly as gifts and she has a job where she serves people so people give her gifts very often yeah and she's like one of the biggest things they give me is candles and she hates candles Mm. like hates it so she has like a, a big closet with like I can't even tell oh, you and wow. and they've never been touched and they're perfect wow yeah see what there are people out there that love candles so one yeah. person's trash is another person's treasure well, there you go it's perfectly acceptable guys well something I mean speaking something that I actually learned from the same person the candle person was and I thought that this was really brilliant and I've hung on to this because she's told me about it like years ago and um it was that you get overwhelmed doing everything at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why not send like a winter warmings like card in February or something rather than a happy holidays card in December? Hmm. Or like why not instead of having like the exact holiday party, why don't you have like a winter warming party or a, a Valentine's Day party or something like that, so that you're not completely exhausted trying to fit every single thing in. And I was like, or some people send a Happy New Year's card instead of a Happy Holidays card. And I'm just like, you know what? Who? People are just hanging out the week between Christmas and New Year's. So that's like a perfect time to send out cards for like a happy New Year's instead. Right. And so I was thinking about that and I was taking that like a step forward or further. And I was like, you know what? Who do I think of during Halloween and Samhain and the thinning of the veil? Like, who can I give little gifts to to say thank you for being in my life or I'm thinking of you at this time or, you know, and for Thanksgiving, it's like, I'm grateful for you. Here's a present because I'm grateful for you instead of waiting and like doing everything in December. That is so incredibly exhausting. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what can you do to lighten the load and, and spread it out? And it doesn't even have to be presents. It could be other things like um, you brought up experiences. I remember last year, we didn't need another toy for Wesley. Like it was overwhelming our home. And so I remember Mike and I said to all the grandparents, hey, if you wanna buy swim lessons, if you wanna buy romp and roll classes, if you wanna buy you know, um, excursions to the art museum or whatever, like you can, we would really appreciate that. 
I think that is such a great idea. I think that's huge. I think especially for like couples, if you're, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to get a couple a, a present or your parents or your sister and her husband or whatever, I think giving them like a gift card to a restaurant or just even, you know, uh, getting them like, even if it's 25 bucks to go get some drinks, you mm -hmm. know, everything's online now. You can send people, email people, movie tickets, this and that. I love getting things that give me an excuse to have a date night with my man. Oh, okay. So I know what to do for Christmas. Yeah. You know, because then that's something you can share with someone else. Mm -hmm. You can make it into a night and spend quality time with that person mm -hmm. and also not have to spend as much money because you have you know, a yeah. gift card from a gift. Right. Um, but I think movie tickets are great. Every year we get my parents' movie tickets. We do. And guys, check your um, township building because a lot of townships give movie tickets at a discount price. I'm like couponing queen, like discount queen she over here. Is, I pay no attention to Julie. Pay his full price for everything. I'm like, don't you have a giant card? You can save like $20 on your shopping trip. I She's like, I don't got time for that. I don't do any of that stuff. And everyone's like, what do you mean you don't have time for it? I'm like, I don't have space in my mind to think about it. And I don't do anything. And Mike is always like with the Clipper magazines and this, this and that and the the Monopoly. And, and I'm just like, oh, but he never follows through with it. Yeah. He always has the best intentions. Yeah. But I should do better. I'm like, I'm so hardcore into that. Like CVS, extra bucks. Like I'm there. I buy all of my, you know, stuff from CVS. But anyway, <laughs> I could get on a whole nother podcast about this. Um, but yeah, but holidays experiences are great. And I also yeah. think too that people put so much emphasis on the actual like day of the holiday like Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. we have to get together for Thanksgiving dinner, but we have to go see your family and then we have to see my family and then we have to have our own dinner and we have all of this. Have Thanksgiving dinner the next night too. Like you yeah. can have Thanksgiving dinner, you know, on a Monday night instead of a Thursday night or on a Sunday afternoon, you know, like it doesn't have to be on that day. Yeah, we're having Thanksgiving dinner with Mike's mom's side of the family on November 20th at night. Like, yeah. And then with our parents, you know, and Cause so. Because it's just about gathering, yeah. getting together as and a family. how you can extend that joyous holiday feeling, too, because hey. I I need that extension. Yeah. You need to, like, play it out for, like, a whole two months. Yeah. I said to Mike around Halloween time, I was like, let's do everything we possibly can to make, like, this the best Halloween. I don't want Halloween to pass and be like, oh, I wish we did that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think I'm also just craving fun. Yeah, that so. too. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we would love to hear what you guys do to make your holidays uh I was going to say safer because I have something else on my mind. But, yeah, special and easier for you. Yeah. You know? Safe too, though. I mean, when yeah. you think about Halloween, like I guess the safety is an issue. But Julie's been uh, having this <laughs> safety topic on the top of her mind. She's been like texting me all of these like safety protocols. Like if you're stuck in the, you know, if like your car breaks <laughs> down stuck in and the tundra. Yeah, and so this has like been on the forefront of her mind. And every single time we talk, she's like, on our next podcast, we have to talk about safety. We have to talk about how to protect yourself. And it's I'm like, so I don't know how to. I 
I don't know how to protect myself. I feel like this is being drilled into my life for a reason. And I think that I need to like, I, I just hope, I don't even know how many people this podcast is going to hit, but like people need to hear this because so often we say, or we think this isn't going to happen to me. Yeah. And I don't know why I probably am not alone in this, but like my phone has blown up like on Instagram and Facebook and just emails of all of these stories about people getting hijacked or raped or stolen or what. And it's scaring the crap out of me. And it's so funny because my whole entire life, I've always been way more scared of like ghosts and spirits and I never ever ever gave it a thought of like being afraid of another human being and all of a sudden it's being flipped on me and like now I know about ghosts and spirits and like I know what to do about them I'm not afraid of them anymore but like now I'm like oh my god wait there's a human let's be afraid so now I'm educating on myself on like what to do wow it's really incredible and I've never been afraid of human another human being like that but also too not to like cut you off something happens too when you become a mother when yeah. you when you have your own children yeah you start fearing that kind of stuff because I never thought about that yeah. ever but since my kids, like that is a a regular thought that goes through my mind that I'm sure goes through many other parents' minds as well because you want to keep your kids as safe as possible. Well, yeah. And it's so interesting because my whole life I loved going in the woods and trail running and, and like and I would always go by myself with my headphones in, blaring music, all this stuff and like once in a blue moon I was like I should probably turn my music down to like maybe you know, just just be a little bit more proactive here, you know, but like, again, I didn't put much thought into it because I just didn't. And, um, I started like out of nowhere, there started being these stories of girls on trails running and being abducted and being raped. And it's horrible stories. And this one girl, she's my age now, but when she was 19, it happened to her. She was out on the trail running and uh, she saw this man who looked very um, suspicious. Suspicious. He was in like combat boots. It was a dead hot summer. He was in combat boots, like a winter hat. He had like all this like huge school bags on him and all, all this stuff. And he was super suspicious looking. And here the trail ended. She had to turn around and run past him and there was no one else around. And she was like, I'm so afraid to run past them. And everything in her gut said, like, be careful. Like, this isn't good. This isn't smart. But she had to get past them to keep moving because there was brush on either side, like sticker bushes and everything. And so what she did was she took her phone and she dialed 911. And she dialed 911. She was like, I didn't know if they picked up or not, but I started sprinting past him at full speed. And she goes, as soon as I passed him, I was like, oh my God, thank God I passed him. Well, no, he hook lined her with his arm. She slapped back on the ground. He picked her up over her body, threw her over his body and was bringing her into the, like off the trail. And she took a defense class when she was young. And in the defense class, she turned to her friend and said, this is never going to happen to us. And she remembers she was taught to scream her name and her location 
over and over and over again. She didn't know if someone was on the other line. She doesn't even know if like the 911 went through, but she was just like, if there was a dispatcher, I had to scream. I'm getting chills. She's like, I had to scream my name and my location over and over again. And I was like, number one, that's brilliant. Yeah. Okay, that's brilliant. And she said, and then number two, I was taught not to give up so much of my energy fighting back when they're carrying you because you're just gonna like get exhausted yeah and so but she was like i was a whaling fish i was trying to get out and it just so happened that you know after a long story short she was sexually assaulted he had all of these other things in his school bag that he was going to like choke her with with um all of these you know shoelaces and everything she wound up getting away by, I think it was kicking him in the groin like and the balls and gouging his eyeballs, which Mike always told me to go for the jugular and the thumbs in the eye sockets. Yeah. But, it was so let me finish. So she wound up getting away. Um, she saw another guy on the trail. He threw her her phone. They called 911. The guy went and ran and pinned down the assaulter. What do you call him? Yeah. The, you know. The perpetrator yeah and um then the police came and and all of that so she wound up being okay in the end but now she developed her own course on how to protect yourself mm. and it was late at night when i read this and i was supposed to be going to sleep or not read it watched it i was supposed to be going to sleep well then i'm telling mike all about it and we get into this rabbit hole of a youtube on how to self-protect how to defend yourself right. and we're watching all of these things on youtube and you guys i think it's so important that everyone takes 10 minutes and watches a defense video on youtube and it's so interesting because what they teach you and the ways to move around someone else can change your life can change right. the moment and i would have never known these things Right. I would have never known. And I would, I was always told, you know, kick them in the balls or go for this. And, and the man who's teaching this says if they're intoxicated or on drugs, their pain levels are not yeah. there. They're not going to care. They're they, not going to feel you it. Can, you can kick them, but, you know, they won't feel it. They'll just keep coming after you because you're their focus. And it's like, oh, my God. So it's learning how to slip out of their chokehold, how to do this, what to do if you're in this situation. And I just really guys you know another thing that i was taught when i was young that i didn't put thought into it too much because again i didn't think about other people but i used to work at the ymca and i would close up the gym late at night and mm. i would be by myself and i would be walking to the car in a very dark parking lot and it sucked with lighting which was just dumb but and someone told me to make sure i look underneath of my car before I go to open the door because there are people hiding underneath of the cars with a knife and they slit your Achilles heel. Yeah, that's what Whitney talks about. Yeah, yeah. I, oh my God, she's smart. And they slit your Achilles heel, heel and you're screwed. You can't run. And then oh they catch God, you from there. I can't there. even like, that has to hurt so bad. I know, and you're screwed. Oh my God. So, you know, there's, and I'm not saying this to scare anyone. It's we yeah. have to like be better and do better and maybe you guys are doing your part by um doing the self-defense classes and, and all of that but it's really opened my eyes and I know that I can do better and I can't think 
that it won't happen to me. I have right. to be prepared. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Just that whole mentality of it will never happen to me. That can't happen to me. You know, like I'm invincible or whatever. That, um, you know, it's like you have to, what do they say? What's the saying? You have to be, um, hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. Yeah. Like our dad always bought us pepper spray or these sticks that you could jab at someone. And Jess got us one time that seatbelt oh, cutter. Remember yeah. that? It was like a, it was like a five. I think I still have it. Like a five in one type of thing. So, and this is, oh God, I think about this a lot. Um, if your car goes into a lake or a body of water and you start the car starts going under and that car starts filling up with water you have literally seconds to get out uh, to get out so i got off of amazon this like five in one type of tool where it slices your seatbelt off and it punches out the glass Mm. It's like this specific thing where like you hold it up to the glass and you press this button and it's supposed to shatter the glass mm -hmm. um, to be able to get out of your car. And then I feel like there's like one or two other functions on it as well. But I got every I got my mom, my dad, Julie and Mike and yeah. me one, everyone with a car. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, just keep this in your car just in case. Mm -hmm. And who knows if under pressure it's going to work, but I mean, yeah. it's worth a try. I remember when you were with um, your ex-husband at the time, you guys were married and he didn't know how to swim. Jess always said, she was like, every time we go over a bridge, roll down your window. Oh my God, it and, terrified me. And she would always make him have the window down so that if they needed to get out, because she was a lifeguard. <laughs> Because it was a freaking joke. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's a serious job. It's a serious job. But I didn't take it seriously. I, <laughs> I just laugh because I just have so many memories of Jess in this specific time. <laughs> in this specific time of Jess's life, she just was in like straight mope mode. <laughs> and she just, she just did things she had to do. And she was just like, <laughs> the whole time about life and so i'm not laughing at lifeguards i'm laughing at jess <laughs> as a lifeguard as a lifeguard because i just can't even imagine what would happen but i know you and everything would kick in and you would you would go for it maybe I know now that you would. i don't know about back then but that's why i ended up quitting my lifeguard job because you were so afraid yeah we had like this this um you know, like they played out a scenario of if somebody, it was like a training of somebody drowning in the pool and like the the ambulance came out and the fire trucks came out and like we had to play out what we would do to rescue this person. Oh and I got so scared. That was like reality kicking in. I got yeah. so scared about that. I was like, I can't, I was like, how old was I? 17 or something? I was a lifeguard at the YMCA. I'm like, I can't be responsible for saving someone's life. Yeah, I can't, that scared the crap out of me. So I ended up um, quitting, but I give so much credit to people that have too. those jobs where people's lives are in their hands oh that is God. such an important job and i give so much credit to those people because not everybody could t could stand that pressure i know for one i could not me neither i couldn't i would freeze 
I wouldn't and and that's why I am I'm trying to say like well first I want to say everyone who does that are heroes yes. they're absolutely heroes hands down but that's another reason why I'm trying to say like I have to figure out what to do if I'm in this situation because I know myself and I freeze I would freeze too and I can't freeze and yeah. I said to Mike like I was like, we need to pretend like there's things going on and like I have to get through this obstacle course and find the right key and put in the keyhole and I have to do this and I have to do that. And like, because if there was like a fire, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I, I, you know, yeah. I, I'm just, I, and I get jittery and I can't think. Yeah. And so I was like, we have to create like scenarios, like fake scenarios and, and all that. And I don't know people are heroes in my mind who do all that kind of work and but yeah. what i've just really truly wanted to say is we got to just step up and know how to protect ourselves and our family and one thing yeah. that i shared with Jess and my mom and also on instagram was that if you are stranded somewhere and your battery is dying on your phone make sure That's that you That's a good one. Yeah, huge leave a voicemail saying where you are, what's happening, if you're leaving, if you are leaving, where are you going? Record a voicemail record the on voicemail. your phone. So when people call you, if your phone's dead, that's what they hear. Yes. Your information. Yes, of what's going on. Right. Like, that is huge. Yeah, that's, that's so smart. And I actually forwarded that text to Whitney because Good. Whitney has a phone now. She's not driving, but, you know, I, it's... It's a great piece of advice, no matter where you are, if mm -hmm. your phone's about to die and you are scared or stranded. Yeah. So, oh, oh my gosh, that was a lot. I know we can take deep breaths now. I know. <laughs> oh, I, I just hope we all do our homework and, and do this. Yes. And if anybody has any suggestions on like self-defense, yeah, self-defense, maybe classes or online things or videos or whatever you guys have done or you know about please send it to us like yeah. comment you know in this episode um or always you can always email us at cut the karma at gmail and um you know we would be i will share it yeah we'll totally share it we'll be grateful for all of that information yeah so all right be safe guys bye bye